0: You guys, it's the Connection Podcast. Good evening. <laughs> just kidding. Welcome everybody to the Connection Podcast. It is evening. It is. But welcome everybody. It, but it might be morning when you're listening. It might be morning or afternoon when you're listening to this. But we welcome you anyways regardless if it is evening. Hey, congratulations special episode for you. Um, welcome to the Connection Podcast where in just under an hour we're going to dive into the Bible and have a an open discussion with a friend in the room. Mm. To come full circle with God and His Word, well, I'm gonna start doing that. We have like guests on, there. I'm gonna add yeah. that on. That's good. I like That's that. Thing. Okay. So, who's this guest? Who is our guest? Would you like to introduce yourself, sir? Hey, what's up, guys? Is uh, Josh Luna? Woo!
1: How y'all y'all doing? might remember
0: him from before. He was on. He was on the uh, Watch Your Mouth. Yes. Yeah, that was a great one. Yeah, so good. So go back, listen to yeah. him there. He got some. He had some wisdom for us.
1: Yeah, just some perspective. So. We. Who is you?
0: What do you do, Josh?
1: Uh, currently I am a senior at Grand Canyon University. Hey, hey, hey. So, um, and I currently lead worship for Hillsong Church, and uh, it's been great so far. I'm from Hawaii. Uh, I've been here for the last three years, and honestly, it's been probably the best uh, decision I've made in my life so far. Can't wait for what's next.
0: Yes, sir. Not only do you like are part of the worship team at Hillsong, you lead worship sometimes come on now don't come on don't be that humble brag about <laughs> yourself a little bit yeah <laughs> no it's good you're an awesome worship leader so every time we're up there you're up there we just get hyped up and just like sit there and stare at you and with our, our beautiful eyes just gazing up at yours <laughs> <laughs> and i try to close it so i don't see you guys. Yeah. that's the reason he's like i don't want to look at this i need to close my eyes
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I got caught one time because i i had my glasses off <laughs> Like leading worship, <laughs> yeah. and I said, like, Why do you have your glasses off? Oh, because I don't want to see any of you. I don't much. want to see anybody. Yeah, no, it's great. Um, I guess learning to lead worship every day helps you yeah. do that on a Sunday.
0: Awesome, yeah, that's so great. Well, let's jump in, yeah. shall we? So, as you guys sure. saw by the title of this, this is uh, kind of a heavy, heavy episode, but we're talking about the art of rejection, what it means to be rejected, and um, we're going to talk about a few different ways in which we can experience that in our lives. So, a few ways. A few yes, ways. yes. So let's jump in, go into some scripture first. Uh, we're going to be in the book of Mark, chapter 6, verses 1 through 6. So, Jesus left there and went to his hometown. Okay, where's there? Where's his hometown? little context. He left there from just healing the woman with the issue of uh, blood for 12 years, and the little girl, who Jairus' daughter, who died, right? She was 12 years old. So he's left there, and he's come to his hometown, which is Nazareth. Okay, and his disciples are with him. Verse 2, when the Sabbath came, he began to teach in the synagogue, and many who heard him were amazed. Where did this man get these things, they asked? What's this wisdom that has been given him? What are these remarkable miracles he is performing? Isn't this the carpenter? Isn't this Mary's son and the brother of James, Joseph, Judas, and Simon? Y'all know had Jesus had that many brothers? That's a lot. Aren't his sisters here with us? And they took offense at him. Jesus said to them, a prophet is not without honor except in his own town, among his relatives, and in his own home. He could not do any miracles there except lay his hands on a few sick people and heal them. And he was amazed at their lack of faith. So, in this story, we uh, see Jesus being rejected. Right? It's... It's a very uh, interesting kind of concept that you know Jesus the Messiah was rejected. We know that he was, re- sorry, rejected by the uh, the Pharisees, right? That they were he was you know upsetting their system and everything. But he's in his hometown, mm. right? He's he's with people he grew up with, people he knows, and they're rejecting him, right? Going back to what uh, I forget what episode that was, but Martin was talking about that Jewish culture at the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that was
1: good. I was, I was driving my car when I heard I was driving my car when I heard that. I'm like, oh my god, spit that fire,
2: boy. Yeah, right, right. So good. Because Martin was so talking
0: good. about at that time Jewish culture that yeah. every male would be raised in the synagogue and they would either accept or deny you, right? Like Harvard or something. I don't know. Like they would just accept you uh, into being a Pharisee or not. And so here it says, Isn't this the carpenter? AKA, isn't this the one we rejected? Isn't this the guy who didn't get into the school? Isn't this the person who didn't make it, you know? So it's interesting that Jesus doesn't like keep going. He's actually limited by what he can do here because of their unbelief. Right? And we can tie that a little bit into... Um, all this about how, you know, when we reject God's blessings or when we reject what God is doing in our lives, God's like, well, I can't do that because you're not going to believe it. And so rejection then makes us, uh, feel it's interesting because when we get rejected by someone or something, we feel unimportant, unworthy, um, of someone else's attention, love, affection, anything like that. Right. But Jesus is like, I know, like, he knew from the beginning since he stepped down from heaven that he was going to be rejected. And yet he's still just like, he goes, it's, it's, it's weird that he keeps going back to his hometown. He goes back to his hometown knowing full well, like even his brothers were like, you should just go and perform the miracles because then people will believe you. So even like his own family rejects him, right? So, I mean, just in a nutshell, at the beginning of all this before we let you start jumping into this, Josh. It's like, yes, we go through rejection in our life. We often you know, get rejected by... Um, I think a lot of times in relationships is a, a very common way we feel rejection. When someone breaks up with you or they say no to going on a date with you, we, we get that feeling of rejection. It's like, oh, I, what's wrong with me, right? Y'all should flip that and start saying, well, what, what are they missing out on? Like, how great am I? Like, I know who I am. They're missing out on all this, right? But that's the thing is that before... Before we were even here on the earth, God, like, chose every single one of us, right? He didn't reject us. He chose us, right, from the very beginning. And it's, a, it's one of those uh, kind of hard things because in the garden, right, he creates Adam and Eve, and then he has to kind of reject them because they sinned. But, like, all through that plan, he's, has, he's still chosen us, and he sends Jesus as that redemption plan for us. So, I want to ask this question. It's a hard question. If you're rejected for X, Y, or Z reason, are you content with staying where you are for an unknown amount of time? So maybe for someone that's a relationship, right? Right. You've been single for six years and you're like, man, I really like this person going to go for it. And you know, they reject you. Are you content with staying single for another year? Or for an unknown amount of time, maybe it's a job, right? For someone who's saying, like, "Man, I'm gonna apply. F- I've applied for this job so many different times. I've been rejected every single time." And God's saying, "Are you content with trusting in Me and My timing?" Even though we'd have no idea what that looks like. Josh, can you touch on that a little bit? Up, Josh.
1: <laughs> man, I'm thinking like before me or now me, <laughs> Just like both, bro. Both. Oh God. Okay. Um, man. Before me, shoot, like, even going back to when I was, like, in elementary, like, <laughs> yeah. no was, like. Throwback, way so back there. <laughs> um, like, yeah, I mean, rejection was kind of a thing that, for me, it was kind of, like, a, always a recurring factor. Um, I just, honestly, I didn't just understand why. Like, mm. why they said no, why they didn't want to choose me, why they didn't want me, why. And it wasn't even just girls. It was also just people. Um, I always felt I was always left out. I always had to make myself into something. I had to always build myself up into something instead of just let it happen and just let someone kind of build into me. Um and that was tough because hmm. even what I was telling you before, like it sounds sometimes, sometimes that's how I feel, but I have to be this certain way so that I can reach this certain, you know. Environment or be, be yeah, a certain yeah. group of people, instead of just being who I'm supposed to be and letting that just pan out. But I mean, for the rejection part, <laughs> I I I have some a couple of, <laughs> so, a couple stories about that. <laughs> um, but like I mean, one was like it was super super like baby like. Um, so it was like an elementary. I was in fourth grade, and like I liked a girl, and <laughs> I told my buddy right next to me. We at all at lunch sitting together, by the way. And like I just saw it go one by one by one by one by one to the girl on the end. And when <laughs> that girl told her, the one that I liked, hey, Josh likes you. She looked at me and she started laughing. She was like, no, ew, no. Oh, no. <laughs> and and that, that was my first. Uh, this is so good. Uh, I'm so glad you're going back yeah, this rejection. far. So keep going, keep going. This is so good. Um, and then middle school comes and uh i i had another I, I had some feelings for a girl and everyone was like josh why would you just ask her out, ask her out and stuff like that peer pressure you know um and i just i was just too chicken to do it but um i just i i just didn't like try because i was just too afraid of what she might say cuz i was afraid of feeling rejected it's not even the fact of like being rejected it's the fact like You're afraid to be rejected. Yeah. I don't know how far you can go from there. I mean, it's just, it's just like, man. And it ended up taking me two years to get over her. And like, she didn't even do nothing. Like, we didn't do anything. We didn't like hold hands. Right. You weren't like like dating or anything like like that. The the craziest part. Yeah. I just didn't, I wasn't even in a relationship and I've already felt that, um, feeling of rejection and like going through that process. And then, (laughs) It, it it just got, it just kept escalating. And I feel like part of it was God's kind of way of kind of getting my attention. Cause I feel like sometimes when you don't listen, cause I'm, I'm a super stubborn like person. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes it, it, it will take you to go to the edge mm-hmm. for you to see and look behind what God's trying to do. Um, And I, I went to the edge. I mean, man, and it, it's crazy how sometimes it happens. Like, in the place you think it won't happen, like church,
0: right? Um, right.
1: And I mean, I don't want to like kind of go into any specifics, but basically, I just had some feelings for someone, uh, and it just didn't really work out. And and I was, it was so simple, but because of how I felt, and I brought all the past rejections with me. Hmm. Um, it just, <laughs> it just made it like at any other rejection, like it was just he rejected me for being me, and like there's nothing I could do to stop that. And when I look at back at it now, it's, it was really just something that it just didn't work out. And it's yeah. just life. And, and man, I'm just like, God, like, why why am I always being said no to? Like, why why is no such a prominent thing in my life? And like, like why? <laughs> because, I mean, you're trying to do what God wants you to do. We're trying to do mm-hmm. what he's called us to do. And like, And you expect everything's going to be yes, you know? You expect, yeah, yeah. we're saying yes to God. God's going to say yes to me every single time. (laughs) But now I'm learning, like, no's are so important in the yeses that we make. Absolutely. And, man, like, I think a lot of for the no's today, I probably wouldn't be here. Like, those no's are probably one of the things that are the reason why I'm here. And the, the season that I'm in right now and the understanding that I have now is because of those no's. And a lot of those no's weren't from me, they're from what God used other people to do. And, and now I'm seeing like, man, like, thank you, God, for those no's. Because mm-hmm. um, now I'm like, I'm actually, I can actually walk in my yes. And I know I'm, it's not done yet, but yeah.
0: And that's one of the hardest things to do is be able to walk in that no and still follow God. I mean, Paul went through that, right? When he's, he wanted to go to Asia you know you guys can look up look this up in the new, nah, oh, la, la, la. you can look this up in the new testament but it's like paul wanted to go to asia and the holy spirit said no and he was like well i guess I'll go your the way then
2: yeah
0: right and rather than sitting there and and kind of sulking and being mad about it right he he kept moving forward he said well if i'm going if i'm going to have to get said no to in this direction i'm still going to move in a direction that's towards god yeah. you know so i think you're absolutely right and what you said I'm, uh, like I said, I'm so, so glad you went all the way back to elementary because there's a, there's a key here, right? Because when you're rejected over and over and over and over and over again, it creates a fear inside of us that will stop us from moving into the next thing that God has for us because yeah. we're so afraid of being rejected again that we won't even step into what the opportunity is that God has for us. So what, so I'm glad you're like, this is so scriptural what you're doing right now, because you know, you're going, you've been through rejection and rejection and rejection as a lot of us have, right? Whether it's a relationship, a job, a, uh, uh, anything right. Like church, spiritually, anything in your life. But you kept going through that because, and now there's a yes. And you weren't afraid to just step into that because you knew who God was. You knew what he was doing with you. Yeah. Even if you don't realize it initially, right, after a while you're like, Okay, like what's going on, God? And you can start to realize and say, Okay, there's there's a greater yes from my nos. Yeah. Right? All these no's are leading up to a much bigger and greater yes that God is giving for me and preparing for me.
1: And I'm probably gonna say probably one of the corniest things you ever gonna hear. Do it. But like I'm thinking of like rejection as refined direction. Ooh,
0: say that again.
1: <laughs> so, like, rejection is, like, refined and renewed direction. Ooh, I love like, that. If, I, if, I, if, I, if I'm driving, right, and, like, like if, I don't, if I approach re- re- rejection as, like, a renewed direction, you're, not, you're, you're still going forward, but you're just going in the way that you're supposed to be mm-hmm. going. You're never going backward. And That's... the resistance of it, too, it's like um, everything's pushing you back but it's really pushing you forward into what hmm. God or like the direction that God should kind of point yeah. you to. So, yeah. Yeah. No, you, <laughs> real quick, bro. Yeah, Still steal this real quick.
3: <laughs> Drop it No, on. seriously. You, you, not only what Noah, what Noah was talking about, continual rejection, but you had said something so key that I think some of us don't always understand. And it also ties into what you just gave an example of with, was that a bug that just like flew on my face
2: might have been <laughs> <Yeah>. was it
3: <laughs> it was on my nose it was like <laughs> oh okay <Or> else.
0: <laughs> no it's like that it's like that fly from what is this? Indiana it's a Jones it's boogie <laughs> yeah. I
1: didn't want to see it we
3: were on podcast. I was like are we... bro there's no rules There's no on this rules podcast. On here, man. We'll, <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll
0: say anything. I was like, wait, you should have told me I had something on my nose, bro. <laughs> bro, you bro you don't. We <laughs> have a whole episode called that. Like, do I have a booger? Oh, yeah, yeah no, we I do mean, have, a... have it. This no, this is all <laughs> staying in. This is all staying in. <laughs> all staying in. That, that's another episode, though. <laughs> <laughs> no,
3: so um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> Distraction. I can't believe that, bro. Um, I did call it a boogie. Um, but no, so you had said that you got rejected, you know, by that person and then all the other rejections came up from your past and you were so focused on the rejection, but sometimes we always focus like well you said when we're driving and it's a redirection, um, redefining a direction. We don't realize in the rejection all the doors that have already been opened. And so the example that you use is like being in the car and then the direction changes. We forget. We're always so upset. Like, ah, now I have to detour and take a different route. But then the question still begs to say, well, would you rather be walking or would you rather be in your car? Because (laughs) like, like, for example, for you, it's like, you were so focused on that rejection and then it kind of seemed like you grew so much from that. Not only as a person, but as a worship leader, too. Because I remember when I first got there, you know, you were up there singing, but never had you. At least I had never seen you, like, lead an actual worship song before until, like, kind of after that rejection happened. Because it seemed like once that rejection set in place and that wall came in, God was already building something up else. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it gave you that ability to now lead worship the way you're leading it, you know? And it's like, oh, man. Like, I think we forget of even though we're still in the redirection that, like, we still have a car to be driving mm-hmm. in and the things that are already available to us, you know? Yeah, exactly. Even though that person is not in the car with you, you know, it's mm. it may not be what still you be, hope still for
0: forward towards your purpose.
3: But Exactly. Exactly.
0: Man, that all ties in so well with what we're going to talk about here in Scripture. I know. Not even planned. <laughs> so, more Bible for this, right? Because this is very evident in Jesus' life. Okay, so in 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 4 to 5, it says, As you come to him, the living stone, rejected by humans, but chosen by God and precious to him, you also, like living stones, are being built into a spiritual house, To be a holy priesthood, offering spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. Right? The living stone was Jesus. He was rejected by humans, but chosen by God, what we said at the beginning. Like what you guys were saying, you're being built into a spiritual house. That rejection is leading to you being a character built in you, to an identity being built in you, and God is keeping certain people and certain situations and environments out of your life. So that way you can be that stone that he needs to build the kingdom of God to, and, and not crumble, right? Let's look at John chapter 1, verses 9-11. through 11. It says, The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him.
2: Hmm.
0: And lastly, John 15, 18 says, if The world hates you. Keep in mind that it hated me first. That's Jesus talking. So the main point of this episode, if, if, if you're going through a season of rejection or if you've been, like, all of us have been there, but keep in mind, the main point is that being rejected makes you more like Christ. Being rejected makes you more like him. Right? Jesus said, like, in this world, you're going to have a lot of troubles, but take heart, I've overcome that. I've overcome the fear. I've overcome the rejection. I've overcome the failure. I've overcome all of it. So being, re- I, like, honestly, though, like, Because he was rejected so much, I mean, he said, like, if the world hates you, keep in mind it hated me first. We got something, there's something in common between us. Yeah. Right? And so Jesus was also rejected by his family members, what I talked about earlier in John 7, 5, where it says, for even his own brothers did not believe in him. Like, how crazy is that? That'd be like, like, your brother saying, oh, you're not really who you say you are. That'd be like Paul telling you easy, like, you're not a worship leader. (laughs) Knowing full well what you've been through and what, like, seeing the calling on your life, that'd be be him saying, like, that little punk. (laughs) So, Jesus was rejected by his family members, his community, the people who followed him and claimed to love him, right? Judas betrayed him and rejected him. Uh, His, like, even God rejected Jesus at a certain point when Jesus was on that cross. Jesus cries out in Matthew 27, 46, it says, about three in the afternoon, Jesus cried out, In a loud voice, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why have you rejected me? Because Jesus became sin and took our place, right? He who knew no sin became sin so that we could become the righteousness of God. He took that place for us to not, for us not to have to be rejected by God anymore so that we, like Jesus came and redeemed and restored us to that relationship that God had to reject us from initially because of sin, right? So, again, if you're going through a season of rejection, like, feel good about it because you're, you're, like, experiencing what Jesus experienced. Yeah. And maybe not even as much either. You might just be getting rejected in a job or a relationship, right? Those are, like, really two common ones. But, I mean, Jesus was rejected by his own family, his community, like, the people around him, his, like, some of his closest friends. Like, he went through it all. Right? But, again, that... What I really want to emphasize is that because of what Jesus did on that cross, he flipped it, right, from, from us being rejected by God to God, like, choosing us and having that restored relationship with him. And that's available to every single person no matter what you've been through. So, another question to open this up. We've, we're talking about, like, other people rejecting us a lot, right? And that's kind of a theme. But what does it mean when you reject yourself? we know what it means to reject ourselves in a negative way, right? To say things about ourselves that aren't true and think we're not good enough and that kind of thing. But what about rejecting ourselves from, from a previous version wow. of ourselves?
1: Mm. It's
0: what are you, like, you guys' thoughts?
1: Man, that's like you're denying a part of who you are. Um, when you reject yourself, I mean, man, you, okay. Yeah. I mean, you de- you're denying yourself. Like you're, denying that part of you that actually makes up who you actually are. And if you reject that, you're actually rejecting God because if God made you, he mm. made that part of you too.
0: Yeah.
1: Ooh. And it's like, man, now I'm actually oh, This is like a whole convicting thing. Cause I'm, I'm just Go thinking about it, my man. life Go right now. <laughs> <laughs> like if I, if I actually accepted the rejection and say like, cause I mean, now that I think about it, when people reject you, it's not that they're really rejecting who you actually are, your identity. It's just, they don't really understand like who you actually are. Yeah. And it's more like they just have a lack of understanding or a lack of vision, what they see mm-hmm. in you or what you see um, in something else that they can't see. And man, maybe I just saw something that nobody else saw uh, or no other girls to see. <laughs> <laughs> um, but in that kind of way, it's like, man, And how many times have I rejected God? And because I haven't, I haven't understood what what he's, he's showing me, or what, what he's trying to reveal to me, and I'm just like, but he just still here. Um, but with that, yeah, I mean, like, you are kind of like, if you actually accepted that part of yourself, if you instead of denying of being afraid of it, if you just walked into it, and like sometimes just, uh, maybe the only thing you have to do is just be okay with it, acknowledge it. Maybe that's all you have to do, but just accepting it i think just is just the first step to really stepping to what god wants and yeah.
0: that's good really good
1: like yeah cuz
3: when you were saying that the whole like rejecting part like rejecting god and that someone rejects you not because of who you are just because of the lack of knowing i feel like a lot of another like word for rejection is misunderstanding
0: yeah because it really is
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: a lot
2: of
3: misunderstandings a lot of misunderstandings but like on. for me for me when I go back and I think of my past relationship with my ex like yeah as much as as much as culture tells because of how everything ended as much mm. as much as much as culture and today and social media and all that stuff say like forget your ex like reject her I don't I, re- I truly don't like not anymore like Yeah, six months after it was fresh, like, I was, like, uh, you know? Angry, frustrated, yeah. Yeah, like, I hated her at one point, and now it's just a matter of, like, uh, I hope, yeah, like, I hope that you in the future can find what you're looking for, but also that you find God, you know, most importantly, but when I look back at it myself, I... I really, really reject who I was when I was with her because I was such a bad person. Like, just the things that I would do, the way that, you know, in our relationship, um, it would get really bad because there was, you know, things that she did and it led me, you know, to pursue things that just were not good, being like in a relationship with her and then still being addicted to pornography. And Mm -hmm. then not only that, but then talking to other girls and then
0: jealousy. Yeah.
3: And then, and then to top it off, we were all, we were still having sex through all of this. Like it was just a huge mess. And I didn't realize how much of my innocence that I had was like sucked out of me. Mm -hmm. And what I reject is who I was back then. I accept it now, Mm -hmm. but I reject. That I, like... That version that, that of that I reject that that's going to hold me down.
0: Exactly. You know? Exactly. Like,
3: that that won't define me moving forward. I, I reject who that was moving forward, but I accept who it was. Because it was a misunderstanding of who I was. And now that I know that, it's like, mm-hmm. oh. That's why rejection, misunderstanding, it's all, like, the same thing.
0: What you got, Noah?
3: I see wheels turning.
0: I'm just thinking about like Jesus on the cross, right? And he looks down. I don't even know if it says he looks down, but he just says, Father, forgive them because they don't know what they're doing.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Like a part of rejection and getting past that is forgiveness. Mm -hmm. Like you have to forgive yourself. You have to forgive those people who rejected you because all these people around Jesus rejected him except for John and his mother Mary. I mean, even at a point, the disciples were rejecting him at that point because they weren't there. The disciples were saying, you know, we don't want any part of this. And they went back to their other occupations and said, guess it wasn't true. Yeah, I guess we were just misunderstood. I guess we were misled or something, you know. There's that doubt that came with it. So I just think, you know, what, that is a hard, hard posture to have when you've been rejected so many times, is to be able to each time say, you know what? I forgive that person, and I forgive myself of what I did back then. Like, it's not hard to forgive other people. Maybe when we were new to it, it is, but like, that's pretty easy. It's it's ourselves, right? Think because we know what we've done. We know every single thing that we've done, and that's when it's like, man, that part of me sucked. Yeah. But I forgive myself because, like, from that, because that's not who I was, and God was just working in me at that time, even though I wasn't making the right decisions, I wasn't following Him fully. And that's the thing, too, is like during
3: that time of myself not knowing what I was doing and losing my innocence and then rejecting who I was, something was building up. You know, the opportunity came for you. It came for you and I, which is just so crazy and weird that we were both going through like relationship problems at the same time time, and then kind of single at the same time and then made the decision to go to Hillsong and commit 100 percent to that. And like. You know, who knew that when a wall was crumbling on one side, you know, another was being built on the (laughs) other. Yeah.
0: So like, it's crazy. And that's a good point, too. Like when you're going when you're going through these things, like find somebody because everyone goes through it again. Everyone goes through some rejection at some point. So you're not alone in this. Find somebody who, you know, you can reach out to and talk to and they'll probably have a story to say, you know what? I've been through that, too. Like, let's talk about it. Let's go grab coffee, whatever it is. So Josh, real quick, just touch on how, how, how do you do that now to where you keep, because let's say something happens, right? You get into a relationship and you get rejected again. How are you going to overcome that fear and how are you going to not let yourself keep that fear, have control over you to, to always keep stepping forward? Because you do that pretty well where you always just, you follow God and you're trusting God and you're saying, God, I trust you in this path, and this process. How do you keep doing that?
1: I'm writing a song. No. no. Um,
0: if you do, I, mean, that's I mean, okay. Yeah, I, I yeah. might.
1: Shoot, I might. I do, right, though. But um, I don't know. I think sometimes it's in growth, it's not necessarily like what you were saying about, you know, instead of me kind of going at the, at the field, right? God actually is working in me because I'm the field.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, sometimes it's not necessarily what you do, but what you allow God to do. Ooh. And so, like, right now, currently, man, I, I see God in this completely. Uh, I started working at this job, which would remain nameless. I don't know why. I think it just, oh, doesn't matter. But, um, I mean, at this job, my goodness, like, it's been, I can see God's hand in it, yeah. absolutely. The way that he's challenging me, the way that I'm dealing with uncertainty every single day. Pushing you past your limits. The way with being yeah. okay with not being okay. The, the way, um, the process of, um you not know everything, but you can find out and you know who to go to. And I'm like, God, like Come on, preacher. this has to be something. <laughs> like this this I'm like, like who else is as good as gonna be? Like what, like right. so in my growth, especially when it comes to rejection, now I'm seeing like one, it's it's reaffirming who I actually am.
0: Mm-hmm. Like
1: I am a child of God. I am built in the image of the Father. Amen. So that doesn't shake. Two it's not going to change my circumstance or my situation. Hmm. It's just the battle in my mind yeah. that is just so crucial. So sometimes for me now in my growth, it's just one, like getting with community. I think yeah. that's the biggest thing and find the right people because when you don't, man, it bites you in the butt. Cause I know that <laughs> with, with the thing we have with, with my, the girl from church, man, I just, I just unloaded it on everyone and it sucked <laughs> yeah. because, After we talked, we kind of wanted to like, you know, settle things. She told me, I'm like, she got, she was really hurt from that. I was like, man, so I'm so sorry. Like, it's so important on who you discern sharing these types of things to. Just like your dreams. Absolutely. Because the people that you let in your life have power when they speak into your life. Yep. Yep. And it's like, you're giving that power. So in that part of my growth is community. And then just, I guess, just spending time with God. I feel like that's a pretty Christian answer to say. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, but no, nah, you're absolutely right. Um, it's, it's definitely true. And like, finding your specific way um, to spend time with God is, is what I, I've, I've learned to do too. Because it's not the same as everyone else.
0: Exactly. That's kind of what we talked about in the last episode. <laughs> yeah. So one more verse for everybody. Because right, you, we're, again, we're talking about all this uh, rejection and stuff and it makes us feel low and disappointed and like we're not worthy and everything, but Psalm 34 verses 17 through 20 gives us some assurance here because it says, the righteous cry out and the Lord hears them. He delivers them from all their troubles. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and those, saves those who are crushed in spirit. The righteous person may have many troubles, which we will because Jesus told us, but the Lord delivers him from them all. He protects all his bones, and not one of them will be broken, right? So in the midst of all of this, right, God is there. He's, he's with you. He is over you. He's surrounding you and protecting you. And like, he's hearing you, right? Like there's a lot of heartbreak and a lot of um, mistrust that can build up and, and just a distance that can build up from rejection and stuff. But when you cry out to God and you give that to him, he hears you yeah. and not only hears you, but he comes down and like, and is with you in that moment, right? He said, I'll, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. So he, he's with you in that moment. So again, Psalm 34, just go read that whole thing because that whole Psalm's awesome. But like, go read through that. If you're feeling kind of downcast and you're feeling kind of um, uncertain and just down about you know, what you've been going through and just it's been no after no after no and that person leaving and that person leaving and that job getting lost and that job getting lost, just go to Psalm 34 and read through that. It's, it's awesome. It's it very helpful for anybody going through those things. Again, the main point of this is that if you're being rejected, you're, you are really like Jesus, right? And that through all, of, through all of that, right, God still chose us and chose you, whoever's listening, he chose you specifically before you even knew yourself, before anything happened. Like he knew you, he chose you, he wants that relationship with you. So reach out to him do that Psalm 34, they like cry out to him and he'll hear you. But, like, it's just, before you got rejected, were rejected or rejected yourself, like God chose you before all of that. He wants to have that relationship with you. I can't stress that enough. Right? Any last closing thoughts, guys? No, you good. I,
1: I might think of something afterwards.
3: Yeah, good. Um. So, I have one, um one thing that I know is that in the moment where you're feeling rejected, um, always remember that God is building something on the other side of that rejection wall. Absolutely. Because that rejection wall is going up and God is saying, well, maybe you should look behind you or look to your left or look to your right Mm -hmm. or even look above. And because we're so focused on the path that if something comes in the way, reminds me of a bug's life with the leaf (laughs) falling down and then they're just like what do we do what do we do (laughs) yeah and then the guy and And that's how we get and then you know god is just like walk around walk around it because even though this wall's in your way doesn't mean that it's not you can't walk around it so you know always know that when a rejection wall is building build up in your life whether it be by a job that you're not receiving a relationship that's not happening um You know, either your family's rejecting you or, you know, friends or whatever it is. Just know that something else is a
0: Bruin. Even a church that's rejected you. Even a church where you've gone and they've been exclusive or something, you've been rejected from that place? Y'all come to Hillsong. (laughs) We'll take you in. No, but like it's... That's opposite of what it should be. So... I, let me just say too, like I'm sorry that if you've been through that, you've been rejected by a church. We're sorry that you've been through that. That's not how it should be. Like there are other churches that will open their arms up for anybody. Hillsong is one of them, but there are many, many others that will do that too. And
1: I, I think like I guess going back to kind of the place I worked kind of taught me was like when we're uh, kind of offering them, you know, like a other service or something, we would they would say just automatically no. And so so many of us, including myself. Just settle for the no But you're not stopping asking why Mm. And like Sometimes (laughs) that might look like closure Sometimes it just If you're actually connected enough To that person Or to the situation Or actually hearing the voice of God You'll actually know Like in your spirit why And it's kind of like Alright as long as you know What you're saying no to I'm I'm gonna be okay And that's the part of Accepting that rejection Um, Because man Before I was like No why? <laughs> like why, <laughs> why no? <not? laughs> but I was like no, I mean it's it's just not the right one, not the right time, uh not the right job, not the right situation. Um it's never just a no with God. It's all there's always a why behind it. Right. And we're not just going to he's not just going to tell us because he wants us to really um just press in and get to just get connected with him to know him first before we know understand the actual no uh absolutely uh, (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) i didn't mean to no pun intended it's good though i just want to disclose that um but yeah that
0: made me think of something too because uh, you know there's a there's a fine line between when god says no and he wants you to go the other way versus when god's when you think god says no but he just wants you to go through something
1: Mm he'll make it certain. Like, I, I've I'm, I'm definitely, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, go. I, I've definitely <laughs> learned the, the no, as in, no, you're definitely not supposed to do this. Right, right. Versus the no, like, no, nah, this is just not for you, dude. Like, man, you get this feeling. Like, what yeah. I kind of did when I was younger was, like, I would ask God, like, God, if this is what you want me to do, like, put a peace in my heart. But if not, just stir that thing up. Stir my heart up until, like, I'm like, okay, yeah, all right, yeah. all right. But sometimes that stir takes time.
0: Exactly. That stir takes you gotta years. You got to keep stirring. You got to keep stirring. And it's like <laughs> yeah.
1: sometimes that stir comes Ooh. in the form of a person. Sometimes that stir comes in the form of a situation, a season. And like, man, like it's, it's up to you to really discern and hear the voice of God. It's like, are you actually hearing that stir? Or are you just trying to just do your own thing? Because like you're not, just like Jonah, he ended up in the same place he would have been. Yep. Like if he just did it the first time. But somehow, with, and also, that's also with the faithfulness of God too, is like you can keep going and going and going, but God's going to still bring you back to the place where you're supposed to be. And it's like, yeah, it just, it just, you're going to be there regardless. So it's like, are you going to take the path with the car? Yeah. Or are you just going to walk the entire way? Right. But
0: In the opposite direction, still in the opp- a circle. <laughs> and come and back you'll to find you're you're your still way, still way around.
1: around. Yeah. Because God is always good and always faithful.
0: Another point I want to make. Resistance is not the same thing as rejection. So what I mean by that is that we can go through a season and there'd be resistance, but that's when God wants us to keep going and pushing. And we think it's rejection, but it's actually just resistance to build us stronger.
1: Yeah, that's where the lack of understanding comes Right.
0: Out. And it, it, it does take discernment to, to understand the difference between these two things. But just know that not all resistance that comes against you is a rejection from God or it's not meant to be. And that's where we can get caught up sometimes is saying, well, God, it must not be your will to do that. And God's like, it is my will because I want you to go through that because I'm going to develop you through that storm. Yeah. So when it rains of pours, <laughs> go back and listen. And,
1: no, I, it, and, and I guess before we are so quick to judge what, why God know, why God know, right? Like yeah, check yeah. your heart too. Like come on Josh. Are you are you connected with me? Are you in my presence? Are you like reading my word? Are, are you? You sure you're not going to be a preacher? <laughs> yeah. He's going to be do. a worship preacher. Oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> on, but, something new. I mean, if you can check those things off and you be like I am connected. I yeah. am in his word. I am in his presence. Yeah. Okay, God, what are you
0: trying to do? And that's where, that, that's where that discernment comes from. Yeah. Because he'll give you the answer, and you'll start to know when you open up the Bible and get connected with him, that discernment will come.
1: Because that goes from rejection to resistance. Exactly. And because resistance is not necessarily a bad thing. Right. And sometimes you need resistance to actually get where you need to go. Yeah.
0: Oftentimes, resistance is a good sign that we're, you're doing the right thing. You're
1: doing the right thing. Yeah. Whew. Goodness ah. gracious.
0: Allah. Yeah. Well, Josh. (laughs) Josh, thank you so much for joining us. Um, But before we end this, we always want to offer that prayer for salvation for anybody who has been rejected. We want you to know God has chosen you. He wants that relationship with you. Again, I'm going to say that a billion times more before we end this thing. But um, anybody who's making that that decision for the first time coming to Christ for salvation or rededicating themselves, we're going to give you guys the opportunity and start new. So because the Bible says that if you declare with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and you believe in your heart, that God raised him from the dead, that you will be saved, because it's an inward change that produces the outward expression. right? So if you felt something during this time and you felt that inward stirring up, like Josh was talking about, there's something stirring up on the inside of you, this could be your outward expression of that. So well I'm going to say that I'm going to say this, and then easy and Josh, you guys can just repeat. So dear Jesus. Dear Jesus. Thank you for my life.
1: Thank you for my life.:
0: I believe in you. I believe in you. Put my trust in you. Put my trust in you. And choose to follow you.
1: And choose to follow you.
0: I believe you came. I believe you came. You died. You died. And rose again. And rose again. Yeah. Just for me.
1: Just for me. Today.
0: Today. Today. Is my new beginning. Is my new beginning. In Jesus name. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Sorry. Amen. <laughs> <William's calling laughs> me there. Hey, if you guys just made that decision for the first time. Come on. We are celebrating with Tell you. Somebody. You made the best decision. That's right. Tell somebody about it. Get connected.
1: Shut up a That's a definite.
0: Uh me. hey. Hi, We're hi. On the, you're on the podcast right now. <laughs> oh. Say hello to everybody.
2: Hi, everyone. <laughs> that's
0: that's Lillian for you all. Let me call you back in a second, okay? All right. We're just, just finishing up. I love you too. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Only Noah can do that. Hey, come on now. Easy,
1: easy. <laughs> expecting
0: the phone call, say anytime soon. Yeah, a phone call. <laughs> 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 uh but no, thank you guys. Like again, if you made that decision, you made the best decision decision of your life. And we want to hear from you, we want to know, because I'll send you a Bible, we'll get you connected, get you hooked up. Uh, but send us an email at connection.podcast3 at gmail.com. Or hit us up in those DMs or
3: stories or whatever it is on Instagram yep. at connection podcast. TikTok. TikTok.
0: TikTok, yeah. <laughs> That thing's still around. They have that? Vine? Right <laughs> yeah. Vine. Vine. Vine's, Vine's dead. It's all about TikTok. That's true. All right, guys. Again, Josh, thank you so much, man. It was an honor having you on. Thank you for the wisdom you shared and being open with us. Like, yes. you're awesome, man. We love you. Thank you so much. We're going to have you on again oh, for yeah. sure. Y'all, there's a lot happening at the end of this episode right now. A car outside, <laughs> just Lillian calling me. All right, guys. We hope you enjoyed this episode. We hope you all have a fantastic week. We love you all. Peace out.